Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey there, welcome to episode 39 of Intuitive Bites. I'm talking today with Whitney Catalano, who's from Trust Your Body Project on Instagram. So we are talking about a viral tweet that she had, uh, which basically broke down um, the way that all of the current fad diets that are super popular, um, like Whole30 and Keto and Paleo, are really just recreations of past diets. Um, and it just kind of exploded on the internet when she posted this a few weeks back. So um, I just kind of asked her all about what she meant by what she said and, um, and yeah, just had her break that down a little bit further. So I think you guys are going to like what she has to say here. Um, if you've been listening to my podcast for a little while and you've been enjoying the episodes and getting a lot out of them and you have a moment to rate my podcast on iTunes, I would super, super appreciate that. Um, it's as easy as just like clicking on the stars and leaving it there, or you can take a moment to write a quick review or comment. Um, but yeah, please, please do that if you've been listening and enjoying what you're hearing. Um, that's pretty much all I have for you guys right now. I do currently still have my diet culture is a liar stickers. Um, people have been asking me through Instagram if it's like something that I just like email to you and you print or if it's something I mail, it is like something I will mail to you if you purchase it. Um, and the way that you would purchase one of those stickers is by going to my Instagram, which is at the intuitive underscore RD, like registered dietitian. Um, and then click on the link in my bio and you'll see it says diet culture is a liar stickers. Um, so it's pretty easy to order them. Um, that's all I have for you. Let's go ahead and listen in to my conversation with Whitney Catalano. All right, Whitney, I am so excited to chat with you today. Thanks for coming on and, and agreeing to talk with me today. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. So I am super excited to talk to you about um, a recent tweet that you had that went like crazy viral. And I just think that oh, I'm so excited that message got out there and you did such a good job covering it. So I'm just going to kind of ask you a bit about that. So I guess like what inspired you to even like post about that? And just to recap, I mean, I guess you could recap the tweet. <laughs> well, the the tweet was definitely like this tongue in cheek little like uh, why are we pretending like these new diets aren't exactly the same as old diets? Just because I get that all the time. People tell me like, oh, I'm on keto. I'm on no, no, no. But it's this, it's like the same. And it's, and you know, part of reading the fuck it diet, like one of the first things that she says was like, she makes this little tongue in cheek comment of like, it's this groundbreaking brand new, but ancient philosophy. And you're just like, this isn't, you know, like, we're just repeating. So I think it was like a 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. I was like getting my coffee and I just was feeling sassy. And so I tweeted this thing out and I started getting so much aggressive response to it. People were not pleased. 
Yeah, I can imagine. I'm going to actually read the tweet just to give people context, but they should like look you up and check it out because you have a whole huge thread. But um, so it says, can we stop pretending like diets in 2019 are any different than old diets just because they have been repackaged for health? Keto is Atkins, WW Freestyle is still Weight Watchers. Intermittent fasting is just skipping meals. Low carb is the new low fat and they all still don't work. (laughs) Kind of awesome. I love that. That was actually my next question for you though, was like, what were some of the like, I mean, I'm not even going to be surprised by any of this, but like, what were some of the common like backlash, like resistance, you know, comments or responses that you were getting from people? So I think the most common, no one had, pretty much no one had a problem with WW freestyle because that's obvious, okay. right? Like yes. everyone's like, yeah, it's don't weight watchers. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. There were people being like, Weight Watchers does work. But exactly. I, yeah. Whatever. So <laughs> but the biggest backlash I got was from intermittent fasting people and from keto people. Okay. The keto people being like, it's not Atkins. Like, you clearly don't know what you're talking about. Like, if you look on the keto website, like there's they have like lists as why they're different. And I was like, okay, relax. Like it's, it doesn't have to be verbatim Atkins. Like it doesn't have to be copy and pasted Atkins for it to still be Atkins. Also, I think one of the biggest responses I was getting from people too was like, you know, keto is being shown to like be medically like na 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 na. And I was like, look, I'm not saying that keto's not being studied. Like, did I say that? No. Mm-hmm. Didn't. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that the keto that your aunt's, uncle's, like, boyfriend do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, the keto that your family members are doing is yeah. not the keto that is being researched. Yes. So there was that. The keto people were pissed at me. And then the intermittent fasting people were pissed at me. They were like, oh, that's so cute that you think it's just skipping meals. Like, it's not. It's actually eating within a really defined window. And I was like, so it's giving me, I was like, <laughs> and what's interesting about the backlash was there was about half of the intermittent fasting people were like, well, you know, it's, I eat like however many calories during that window. Like I'm not in a calorie deficit. It works. Like it's for my health. No, no, no. And then the other half of the people were like, I'm in a calorie deficit. No, 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 no. And I was like, well, you're all doing it differently. There's no consensus on like what's actually happening here. Yeah. Right. So let's just get your story straight. And also the people who are saying like intermittent fasting is like you, you still eat the same number of calories. It's just in a smaller window. That's not how it's being studied in like a lot of trials. Maybe there are trials that I haven't read that it is being studied like that, but most of the trials I read are calling it, um, like alternate day fasting or, they'd study different kinds of intermittent fasting, Mm -hmm. whether it's like alternate day or hourly or whatever it is. And Mm -hmm. all of it is in the context of calorie restriction. All of it is in context of weight loss. There you go. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, You know, I think there's so many things going through my head right now, but one is like just the way you're talking about all this backlash, like people are so defensive about their way of eating. And I just think that that's so interesting that like, like how like deeply rooted, like someone like questioning these diets, like it just like hits so deep for people because they're so invested and their identity is so wrapped up in these things. It's just interesting, you know, to, to notice that. Yeah. And I would, you know, I would provide all of this research and that thread 
and yeah. I did all these things. And then I would still have people being like, well, show me the research that keto doesn't work. And I'm like, well, show me the research that it does long-term. Like, it's not my <laughs> job to show you the research that it doesn't work. Like, that's not well, how research- that works. <laughs> yeah. Like you show me one that it, it does. Like I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pull up every single, like thousands, no. whatever, you know, I'm not going to pull up every single thing that's ever been done on it and show you like, well, here's the flaw in this one. And let's spend like six days going through each one. That's yeah. We shouldn't be like, just like doing all the diets and then like wait until they're proven to not work. Like we should like, they should be proven to work. <laughs> right? right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. At least um, once. <laughs> what's that? Uh, like proven to work at least once. <laughs> right. And they, that's not, that's not what's being shown. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I think about the keto stuff and I was reading, you know, some of the rest of your thread and like, it's like, it's not that keto, there's not a place for keto. And you were talking about like with, you know, the treatment of like seizures and kids and like things like that. That's why keto is a thing in the first place. That's why it was developed. And like, there's some place for it in that. But in terms of keto, like keto was never, intended for weight loss in those in those patients obviously like that is not the purpose of this so it's just kind of being like extrapolated out um for something that yeah so not good Mm -hmm. so kind of branching away from a little bit but still talking about dieting i guess i'm curious to hear what your thoughts on like what makes a diet a diet because if all these things are kind of just like repackaged reformulated like what really then what's like making it a diet still I mean, I think it's anything where you have to like go against your body's internal cues to eat. Like if you have, if you come at a crossroads where you're like, I'm hungry, but this, there's something else, whether it's a a workbook, an ebook or something that you downloaded, whether it's an actual diet, whether it's like the whole 30, whether it's, you know, whatever. Yes. It's like, if you have to choose between your own body's internal cues and a way of eating some arbitrary rules, which this gets sticky, right? Because there are so many rules that we absorb from the world. Don't eat this. This food's bad. This food's good. No, 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 no. And so we don't even necessarily realize we're listening to those rules. Mm-hmm. And obviously it gets sticky, right? Because it, there's no, like, we still do want to be, well, if you want to, right? Body autonomy. But um, if you want to, you might still want to be like eating in a healthful way and like nourishing your body. So you're like, well, where does that fit into it? Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't mean that you're denying, like in that sense, you're not denying your body what it wants for the sake of like, quote, healthy eating. You're eating healthfully and nourishing foods and you're like giving your body what it wants and listening to its hunger cues and you're not prioritizing weight loss above your own body's like cues. Exactly. Yeah. I love the way that you said that. And like the mention of weight loss, of course, because anytime that weight loss or like the pursuit of weight loss is guiding your choices around food, um, that's going, that's going to be rooted in that diet mentality. And that's going to, that's going to be the thing that's going to kind of fail you ultimately, because our bodies don't like that, like sense of restriction and deprivation that is, you can't escape if your, your eye is on dieting or on, sorry, on weight loss. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. You know, I wanted to say something about intermittent, <laughs> intermittent fasting. Um, oh my God. It's totally escaping me now. Oh, I know what it was. So I feel like, so I feel like it's really interesting because some of the research that's being done and some of the things that people are talking about with intermittent fasting are like, Oh, like, you know, if you're like 
eating less and, and you're like eating in this smaller window, then you're like, your cells are less stressed out or whatever. Like there's less stress put on your cells. And then you like extend your lifespan by some amount. And like, there's some research in this area. I don't know how much you've like looked into that. I think it's super fascinating because the people who are practicing are doing intermittent fasting are like ignoring their cues and literally like are making, a lot of them are making decisions like, okay, it's this time, but I have to wait until that window to eat. So I'm just going to sit here thinking about a muffin for the next hour. And I just think it's so like ironic that people are like, oh, like, but this is going to extend my lifespan and whatever. But it's like, you're spending that extra, if anything, like you're spending that extra time, like wasting your time thinking about waiting for your next eating window. (laughs) Like like what a waste of time to be like sitting there, like ignoring your cues and being obsessed with food. Right. Right. And that's, you know, that's also interesting because you even saying that, I know that there's some, I've read about intermittent fasting in the context of like mitochondrial, like support, you know, having that. And it's like all this prevention and stuff like that, like in the functional medicine world. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that we have plenty of research showing that calorie restriction in the short term does help with your health in the short term. Let's say it all together. Um, (laughs) But like, the thing that's interesting is like how you're, you're saying, you know, these people are saying, and I haven't read this research, right? So this is me just going on a limb, but how could you possibly prove that eating during a certain window of time is going to extend your lifespan? How could you literally possibly prove that? Yeah. You can't, you cannot, we, there's not a research study that exists. There's not a, there's not a method of research that exists that would enable us to prove that. Yeah. Yeah. How would, how would you, like, you just can't, you would have to have to keep people in like a bubble for the, their entire lives. Right. And then even then you're taking away all the things that make life life, which is, you know, live in it. So of course they're going to live longer, you know, if they're just protected, maybe they won't. I don't know. So it's like all these things, like people have to realize like, Oh, intermittent fasting, eating during a certain window is going to help me live longer. Like is going to cause me to live longer. No. And no one can say that with mm-hmm. ever. No one will ever be able to say that. There's no way. I genuinely don't believe we'll ever have like a method of research to prove that. Perfect. I like that. That was helpful. Um, okay. So why do you think, I mean, this is kind of an obvious question, but I'm just curious to hear you lay it out there for people. So like your, your tweet was very like, okay, like this is just this, this is just this. Like why are the, these things being repackaged in different ways? Like why? And yeah, why, why is that happening? Money. (laughs) I also genuinely believe that the people who create these things um, believe that they're being, like, they really have bought in. Like, I don't think that the people who are sitting, because I've worked for those people. I used to be one of those people. You know what I mean? Like, I I genuinely don't think that the people who are creating these diets are these, like, corrupt, money-hungry people who are sitting at their desk being like, how can we trick these, you know, how can we trick these fools? I genuinely don't believe that anyone who is selling diets, most of the people, I'm sure there are some, but I, I, I believe that most of the people who are selling diets are doing it from a place of, like, good faith in themselves because they're so blind to the big picture. Yeah. They're so in it. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it so much scary, so much more powerful because people's genuine, like good intentions and good, like 
I don't, yeah, good intentions are going in, like they're going full force into something that's so harmful. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to happen and that's okay. But yeah, the reason why these are being repackaged is because, you know, people hear things along the way. We don't necessarily realize when we're plagiarizing sometimes, you know, you hear something and then you want to create something like a decade later and you don't necessarily realize like, oh, that's the same thing, but it's different. And you're like, well, this style of eating worked for me, so it must work for everyone. And like that, and I have the key, like this is the key to everlasting health. And, and there's the whole sort of morality aspect of it. And like on your high horse, like there's a lot of ego involved in dieting. Mm -hmm. So involved in dieting. Yeah. Yeah. Again, going back to like, because I mean, really it's like so deeply embedded in like our identity for many people, you know, that like, if you are questioning someone's food and the way that they eat, you're questioning their morality and whatever. So it's, yeah, definitely problematic. Um, so I guess like after all this conversation, like if someone's listening to this and they're like, wow, like this is incredible. Like what advice or what recommendations do you have for someone who this message is really resonating with? (sighs) Um, like question where you get your nutrition information from. Mm-hmm. Uh, even people for me, like people ask me all the time, am I doing, I just sent out an email, like a newsletter about this yesterday. Like, am I doing intuitive eating right? Am I, you know, am I doing this right? G- give me validation. Like I get a, a lot of these messages on Instagram just being like, essentially the subcontext is like, give me validation that I'm doing this right because you're a dietitian, you're an expert in this, mm-hmm. validate me. I can't, I can't validate you on it. Like I'm not going to, because that's the whole point is like, stop looking to other people to validate that what you're doing is right for your body. And I know how much that sucks to hear because it's like, you're confused, you're overwhelmed, you're feeling like totally lost. You've tried every style of eating and it's only gotten you further and further and further from your body. Mm -hmm. I get that. But that's part of the process. You got to take a leap of faith on yourself. And I cannot sugarcoat that. Yeah. Like you got to just do it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I feel like that's such a helpful thing to be pointing out because, and I I agree with you. I get that kind of thing all the time. And it's people like you, I like that you, the way you phrase that and put it like, that's just literally seeking external validation in a, in the same way, just kind of, again, repackaged, (laughs) repackaged in a new way. So part of this work is like, finding the fact that you're okay and you're doing okay from what your body's telling you and like what you feel like and all of that, like getting it internally. Exactly. So helpful. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Whitney, how can people find you online, find all the work you're doing? What kind of things do you have to offer? Um, Yeah. So you can find me on trust your body project on Instagram. Uh, I have a podcast, trust your body project. I have on Twitter. I'm just Whitney Catalano because they have like a, a limit to the characters I can use for my name, whatever. Um, and then my website is whitneycatalano.com. I, on my website, I have a couple different things. So if you want to learn more from about like what I talked about in my tweet thread, but specifically for like emotional eating and binge eating, um, you can do that. You can go onto my website. I have a free webinar that you can check out. I also have a free binge meditation if you're struggling with binge eating to help you like calm down after a binge. So I have lots of things going on. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing. I'm going to link to as much of that as I can. Um, People can easily find you, but thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. 
All right, that is it for episode 39. I hope you guys enjoyed what Whitney had to say. Like I mentioned earlier, you can find her on Instagram at Trust Your Body Project. Um, and I will link to that below as well as to her website. Um, I really like the way Whitney approaches her content. She's very like to the point, no shenanigans, says what she's thinking. Um, and it really, I don't know, it's really easy to digest material. So um, definitely an important person to be following if you're on, on this journey and looking for more support. Um, as I mentioned earlier, if you have a moment to rate my podcast on iTunes, just click on the stars. Um, that would be super, super appreciated. Um, and that's basically all I have for you guys right now. So I hope you have an awesome week and I will be back soon with another episode. All right. Bye guys.